0: Today we're going to be talking with Brian Duffy about the Charleston Forum. Brian is a committee member of the organization. He is also a member of the law firm Duffy and Young LLC in Charleston. And uh, Brian, why don't we just jump right in and tell us about the origins of the Charleston Forum.
1: The Charleston Forum really originated as a response to the Mother Emanuel massacre which shook everyone in Charleston, South Carolina, and really the nation in a way that, um, that I think woke a lot of people up to issues of race. You know, a lot of times you'd had other issues, for example, around here we had the shooting of Walter Scott, which was a, a terrible incident, a national issue, but was something that people could say, well, you know, he shouldn't have been running from the police and that's why this happened. And you could avoid deeper discussions this massacre was singularly about race, undeniably. And that really caused people to step back and decide, you know, what can we do about this to make sure this kind of thing never happens again? And so what we did was really, it started through Charleston County Bar Association and we took um, what we see as lawyers every day uh, and you have um, disputes that are often emotional and people never are going to change their mind or change their action unless they've had a chance to um, listen to what someone else says on the issue or on the other side and have a chance to be heard on what they have to say. And so that's really the, the, the theory behind the Charleston Forum is let's use this opportunity of where everybody has this passion for unity and bring people together to talk about your different perspectives on these issues that are designed or defined in part by race and talk about ways to move forward. And as soon as you have a chance to hear someone else's perspective and idea and have yours heard, then people are more willing to do something about it.
0: How do you facilitate that dialogue between people? Well, the, the biggest thing we did was get a good group of
1: community leaders from all parts of the community to be a part of this effort. And that brought the rest of the community along. And really, we, the first year we did this was in 2017 in June the Charleston Music Hall and we had it was a big splash we had national folks local folks it was a five-hour program on many different issues to a sold-out crowd of 900 plus people who stayed just about every just about everybody the whole time and so that got people into um, into uh, I guess appreciating that there are these many issues that are defined by race policing criminal justice uh, economics education and really, I think people were shocked by some of the people we had, um, uh, Professors Keitel and Roberts here from California, who really were kind of mocking how Charleston uh, tourism presents the history of Charleston. And you had to think back, like, wait, wow, that's really a whitewashed view that's being put out there. And, and, and what are we, and, and at the same time, we had um, you know CNN commentators coming in and praising how we responded. Uh, to this this massacre in this time of of what could have been division and so you look at those two things differently and say well wait a second there's a there's something that needs to be done and there's a promise of what we can do together and that really got people's attention and then the next year what we've done is focus focus entirely on solutions to problems uh, where we had panels addressing uh, what needs to be done in uh, in public education what needs to be done uh, to enable more opportunities economically. And so uh, we made a big splash, got attention, now we're focused on solutions and we, we provide ideas from all perspectives. Um, and uh, what what we're really able to do is deliver this audience and these ideas to groups that are already out there doing the work. We have what you call action partners who we signed up and we've invited our, our audience to go participate in these efforts. Um, to champion one of these causes, one of these solutions that they've learned about through our program.
0: How do you measure the impact of the Charleston Forum?
1: Measuring our impact is certainly uh, difficult, but important, Uh, and it takes time. And one of the things that we're we're really um, looking forward to our program this next year, but looking beyond that also to, uh, there's a a big celebration of the uh, founding of Charleston the next year, and we think that's a good time to take, uh, take stock of what people's attitudes are about these issues, where do they see things going, and, and really be able to measure, are, they, are people participating in this process? Are they uh, latching on to any of these solutions and helping move things forward? And I think we're in a position, it's really, despite the way the national discourse is going, I'm really optimistic about making some, dis- making some real improvements here Because, for example, in Charleston, you have a a really growing economy that are based on high-tech jobs. And I think that enables people to see spending money on education that isn't for their child is still in their interest. It's not a zero-sum game anymore. It'd be what Malcolm Gladwell calls in his podcast a weak link approach. You have to have everyone be strong and be able to support these opportunities, or they're not going to be here anymore. So it's good for everyone. And I think once people start getting that, uh, that uh, feeling about their community and identifying some of these solutions, then it's really going to have a lot of impact.
0: Talk about some of the impactful solutions that are being talked about.
1: Well, there are some some great ones. And people like the Tri-County Cradle to Career Collaborative uh, has really done great analysis of different measuring points of what makes a difference in a child's education and their direction from there. And early childhood education is number one factor. And so putting the resources there, which, by the way, they demonstrate has the biggest return on investment also. It doesn't cost that much to provide it, but it really gets people set on the right track. So I think that's one way that we can get things going. In the economics panel, there's, um, there was more discussion of uh, equity investment. Let's find ways where we can, for example, allow homeowners uh, to, who otherwise wouldn't qualify from a, from a standard um, sort of banking loan uh, uh, position, to use some equity in, in what, their, what their property is, is, the value that their property is increasing, and be able to, um, to make repairs, to make the house nicer for themselves and not, ha- not be forced out of this area, but have the opportunity to, um, uh, to really develop their own communities um, rather than be forced out.
0: How can we help out as individuals and businesses to further the mission of the Charleston Forum?
1: What we're in the business of is getting an audience focused on these issues. And so um, liking us on Facebook, Charleston Forum, Uh, and on Twitter is very important for us. Of course, money is always important to make these things work, and there there are places where you can have, uh, where you can donate or become a sponsor, at thecharlestonforum.com. And uh, we still have an online video part that I didn't get to talk about, which is part of uh, everyone having an opportunity to be heard. If you think something's missing from the conversation, give us the video and upload it.
0: Maybe finally, Brian, what are you personally most proud of in terms of accomplishments with the Charleston Forum so far?
1: One thing that I'm most proud of is getting a broad community uh, involved, representation on the board and uh, broad audience. And that was the most important thing to me is that you get different perspectives because if we are the same groups and interested in the same things, talking to the same people, you're not gaining any ground. And so we had, uh, for example, the Charleston Hat Ladies was a group that wanted to come participate and volunteer at the first Charleston forum and um, that there were other groups from completely different uh, age groups and different demographics who did the same thing and the fact that you're bringing those people together to have some pretty stark starkly uh, different perspectives shared I think really um, accomplishes the very first goal which is getting people in the conversation. Now one of the challenges is that a lot of people are tired of talking. Uh, you have people who don't recognize that there or, or aren't willing to agree that there's really a problem that the government should address or that we socially should do something else about and you have people who think that it's you know 100 years too late and so balancing the the push for change versus um, getting people together is, uh, is a difficult balance and we're trying to, to make that work. Um, but I think the most important thing we can do is get the different perspectives shared so that without doing that you're never gonna have broad support for any of the changes that are discussed. And we're careful though, this is another, um, another balancing part with the, the push for change, not to advocate any single solution or particular fix. Because as soon as you start to take that step into the political arena to push something, you're alienating other people. And so we want to give a lot of voice to to different solutions and bring the volunteers and and the sponsors together and match them up with the people who are pursuing the cause that they're interested in.